0: your weekly music and entertainment fix.
1: Backstage with Sinead Nivorda.
0: With all the best music, interviews, and live sessions.
1: On Radio Nova
0: and it's time for my next guest the award winning London Quartet the vaccines will be taking to the stage at the Olympia in Dublin on Monday night and joining me now ahead of the show is bass player Arnie Arneson Arnie thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule on this Saturday to have a chat with me today now, I have to say first when uh, a colleague of mine learned that I was chatting to you today she revealed that she was jealous and when I offered to blow kisses down the phone she replied with no no no, no I want a marriage proposal so Arnie what do you do Shavon the honours and uh, agreed to take her hand uh, I think
2: I think my girlfriend might have some it, <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure, I'm sure I, I, I can. Uh, I, can sort of, I can sort of see what. See if she's up for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know. Do yeah. you guys get that a lot?
2: Uh, no, no, not a lot actually. I think that, I think that's sort of. A, no, it's not a lot. I, th- I think you'd have to be like One Direction or something to get that a lot,
0: don't you? <laughs> oh God, One Direction. <laughs> 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 Will they ever just break up already? But see, so you guys yeah. started in was it 2009?
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and apparently, what well, Justin was a bit of a struggling singer-songwriter initially, and now huge touring stars. What has the whole journey been like for you guys?
2: it's been, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been uh, pretty whirlwind, you know. But, uh, mm. but you know, we're still sort of stuck in, stuck in the middle of it, and we're just still trying to. I think it's just like now, like it just becomes about maintaining, uh, maintaining momentum and man- maintaining excitement. over it, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, but, you know, it's
2: incredible, obviously, but. Uh, but we're always
0: just looking at the next thing. Yeah, I mean, well, how, what is it like for a modern day band? I mean, obviously, it, it's it's you know hard to make money these days. You've got so many free music platforms; people can go just casually listen to music online. And I guess it's all about the live scenario and trying to make money from that. So, is it possible for a band to sustain themselves on some kind of you know career or salary with touring? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. I think yeah, I think so. Like uh, there
3: is like a uh,
2: thing about like music being freely available means that more people listen to it, so the chance of selling more tickets. For is, you know, it's bigger. So I think it is possible. It's just like a, like a, like in any other sort of entertainment circles right now, like people just have to adapt and and figure out what's going on and what's changing and and where the opportunities lie. You know. Mm.
0: And in terms of you know looking at I guess music and recording, you guys have mentioned that uh, I guess you wanted to make something that was quite reflective of the times we live in. So a lot of the focus, you've even talking about with the album, is about you know the importance of a modern scenario, m- you know making it sound progressive, making uh, use of the I guess modern day techniques within a w- recording studio. So why was it so important for you guys to kind of take that step forward and make it, make it sound like it's a, an incredibly produced piece of work? The
2: thing is, like we had never we had never done it before, but I, we had never done it before. Because- Cause we were sort of misunderstanding the concept of timelessness and i think it's sort of a curse to you after a while that like you've been sat you've been sat over like combat rock and you've been thinking like how mick jones like was getting all of these awesome guitars now you're trying to mimic them but you're, you're failing to see that mick jones was trying to make something that nobody had ever heard before so you see like all, all of a sudden like the timelessness becomes like something that is off the time or something that is like future future like uh, forward thinking and like experimental and strange rather than being self-referential and a lot of rock music is very self-referential, and and that's like uh, that's something that like it's just a, it's just been a, it's been a basis of it for like 50 years. But but the people that really matter at the time are the people that push that, and the people that do something different. And uh, and it was just sort of a just sort of a curve to it that we had never tried that, and yeah. therefore we had sort of never given us the opportunity to ever become an important thing, you know. Yeah.
0: It is quite interesting to see you know a band like yourselves you know um, not shy away from that whole you know admitting to the fact that you are up for trying something different and, and producing in such a way because you have so many bands and it's such a huge surmounting amount of bands who are now opting for the, the analog studio and the Nancy recording desk or recreating uh, you know a certain studio that I come across with the likes of um, oh it's a band of Kitty, Daisy and Lewis are building their own studio so it's quite incredible to see yeah. a band do the opposite of that and be like well actually no we're going to you know embrace the, the sound of 2015 or try something new. So yeah, it's quite interesting.
2: I think, I think it's just it's just a general problem with like rock music in, in in general is that it's it's sort of just shooting itself in the foot by like by being uh, being very traditional in in, in the way that it's, it approaches uh, just everything from like sounds to recording to like songwriting to everything. And uh, and I think that's a, that's a model that like if guitar music wants to have like a second or like wants to have like a continued importance.
0: I hear you And just going to stop you there for a second Arnie I'm going to be asking you about touring with rock giants like The Stones and Chili Peppers i first I'm going to take a song for a new album From The Vaccines and the new record English Graffiti This is Dream Lover on Radio Nova
1: design, Like it, matters, it doesn't matter much to me If I see me good.
0: music from The Vaccines and Radio Nova dream lover you are backstage with me and Arnie Arneson of The Vaccines who joins you from London today and Arnie before we go on to talk about the massive influential rock gods with whom you have had the pleasure of touring with I want to first ask you about producer Dave Fridman who you hired for the new album English Graffiti and it's evident that you guys chose wisely with the likes of Mojo Magazine describing him as the Phil Spector of the alt-rock era and you know he's worked with some incredible acts Flaming Lips Weezer, MGMT so what did you learn from working with him? Best
2: lesson. I learned from him is that uh, it sounds good if it makes you laugh, oh
0: really <laughs>
2: yeah, so like he, would, he would just he would just tweak something until he was like smirking to himself, and then he was happy
0: that's brilliant i 've never heard that before makes if it you makes, it makes you, laugh. you
2: laugh, it's good, yeah.
0: Okay, so in terms of things that probably made you smile and laugh is the fact that you guys have toured with some incredible bands like Rolling Stones, Stone Roses, The Chilis, Arctic Monkeys. Like, I mean, oh God, can even pinpoint like a highlight from those kind of tours?
2: I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you tour with. Uh, you always like end up having a, a deep-rooted respect for something about the master of tour because. What you learn really quickly is that nobody nobody is successful in this industry by chance like uh, mm. everybody's everybody's like extremely driven and extremely extremely focused on what they're doing and, uh, and and that's a lesson that's like really important to learn and really sort of quite humbling to be a part of you know yeah it, it must so for be for example like a, like a red or chili pepper store like like the, the reason why it still works is because they go out every night and they try to play kick off the lights and like they still care and they're still driven and like 30 30- years later and they're still you know like it's really humbling it's really inspiring you
0: know? it absolutely must be and what was it like working with rolling stones or like sharing a stage with them uh, yeah
2: it was interesting keith Richards said uh it was like it sounded great to us and we were like uh well we haven't gone on stage and then, like two minutes later he came back and said oh it sounded great guys so we were like still haven't gone on stage <laughs> oh, <no>. so, uh, <laughs>
0: Hilarious. What was he listening to? Was it a different band playing? I, I
2: don't
0: know. I don't know. Did he well, manage to walk up to you after you actually played? No,
2: no, 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 no. He'd no. already done it.
0: <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, man. So you're coming back here anyway on um, Monday night for the Olympia Theatre after rescheduling for the TFI Friday show. I was so excited when that actually got brought back to the TV screens. What was that whole thing like? Yeah.
2: It was incredible. Again, like he's, uh, like he's another... He's another sort of person that is interesting to watch work because, again, like it's clear that there's no there's no luck involved. He's, uh, he's incredibly focused and driven, and like uh, basically a director, and it's his brainchild, it's his it's his whole being, and it's you know, it's, a, it's a really hectic but inspiring environment to be in.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that. Don't suppose you can sort out a couple of tickets for me, can you?
2: Uh, I think <laughs> that was the last one. Oh, bummer! It's gone. Yeah, I think
0: so. Uh, so. well, you're more than welcome to come to Olympia. Oh, well, thank you very much, Arnie <laughs> I might take you up for that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, listen, I'll leave it there for now let you get back to your Christmas shopping. So, thank uh, you very much. Well, Arnie of the Vaccines, thank you so much for having a chat with to me today.
1: Cheers. Thank you. Backstage.
0: Entertainment Update. So now let's look ahead at the gigs happening around Dublin this weekend and joining us now to help us out with the gig picks is Mark Cavanaugh, the star. Hey Mark. Hi Sinead, how are you? I'm good thanks, I'm good. So you're going to start with Pleasure Beach and I was actually chatting to one of the guys from the vaccines earlier on and Pleasure Beach are supporting them on Monday Night at the Olympia but um, people can actually get a bit of a preview tonight, can't they?
3: Yeah, the Belfast, Belfast Five piece are my Irish chip at the top in 2016. They have been described as a cross between Arcade Fire and Bruce Springsteen and they have a super de- debut EP under the belt already and have built up a nice head of steam with all the support slots, and that mm. culminates in their first headline show at the Workmans Club on February twelfth. In the meantime, tonight and indeed Monday night should continue their recent run of outstanding gigs, and will gear everything up, everyone up for Jape in Vicker Street tonight. Really looking forward to seeing him to His album, One of My Face. Oh, year. this
0: Chemical C is amazing, and pleasure we should bring it from Belfast. Yeah, really, really cool band. This is going to be amazing tomorrow night.
3: One of the best live end of the world today The is Matt Berninger this year released an album called Return to the Moon with Menemina's Brent Knopf as a sidekick They go under the name Elvi which is apparently their take on what the plural of Elvis should sound like <laughs> Is that a fact? And this is their first Irish gig It was originally scheduled for Whelan's but sold out in seconds so it was moved to Vicker Street and sold out soon enough afterwards again Seeing Berninger in such an intimate surrounding for the first time since their, his other band last played the Olympia in 2010 will be pretty special and the Elvi album has been panned by some critics but I love it and I can't wait
0: no, I absolutely love the sound of Elvi, That's going to be very, very special. Um, no doubt at all that it's sold out in seconds at the Whelan's gig. Um, yeah, I love this man. I got to say.
3: Damien Dempsey, his, it's all about Vickers Street this week. He's Ooh. at Vicar Street next Friday. In fact, he's doing two gigs next week. Uh, his annual Christmas shows are a stuff of legend and he's doing Friday and Saturday. He's been on a bit of a roll since his 2012 album, Almighty Love, and last year's compilation, It's All Good, The Best of Damien Dempsey, was a huge seller, still selling well for this Christmas and that'll be a good gig to go to if you're a fan of him.
0: Absolutely. And get into that whole Christmas vibe and that's for next weekend. Awesome. Well, Capital and Star, thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
3: Cheers, you too, Sinead.
0: Bye. Now, Peter Dublin, is on the way next with Saturday soundtrack with music from Motorhead, The Charlatans, and Gaz Coombs. If you're headed to the vaccines on Monday at the Olympia, enjoy it. I'm DJing in the Mercantile if you're about Dublin tonight. Otherwise, I'll chat to you on Monday with Nova Nights at 7. Time now for the Radio Nova News at 7pm.